0: Welcome to Talking Sense. I'm Mark Osorio.
1: And I'm Teresa Arago. We're financial advisors, and if there's one thing we understand, it's that money can be confusing.
0: So get ready, because we're breaking down what you don't know about money today on Talking Sense. So you're ready to pop the big question, but are you really ready? And no, I don't mean have you gone through premarital counseling or talked to her dad yet? Or make sure that you've got good Spotify compatibility. I wait, mean, wait, 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 Spotify compatibility? I mean, come on! If you don't like the same music, if that, if the vibes yeah. aren't vibing, actually, I can see it. Yeah, I mean, it's it's really important. But I mean, are you actually ready to make the biggest purchase of your life? And mm-hmm. I know some might disagree, right? But I think that it is because of the commitment that it represents, mm-hmm. right? What, yeah. yeah, what it really resembles. So. Philosophy talks aside, you know, we want to talk to you through the, some key steps that you'll want to make sure to plan for to make sure that you are ready to go ring shopping.
1: Yes, I am not the ideal woman for this conversation. I'm just going to own this on the front end. So the ring I am wearing, I bought off of one of those places you can sell gold to. Yeah. I know someone that owns one of those. Okay. And he was about to send some off and it cost me $300. So I am not a big jewelry person, but I'm going to try really hard. I do know a lot about it. I just don't have a big heart for it. So when we were doing the whole ring shopping thing, um, it was, I have a ring that my mom gave me that's (laughs) like gone through my family. And I was like, can we just get that sized? And it currently has a time that's broken. It's why I had to find another ring because it's a weird stone. But this is, I know it's, it's something guys agonize over from what I understand.
0: And and I'm sorry. I'm just laughing because she says that she's not a big jewelry person, but I just saw her haul in <laughs> this like, huge okay, listen, thing of jewelry
1: There's like cheap jewelry <laughs> and then there's fancy. My mom
0: uh-huh. had
1: ridiculous numbers of fancy jewelry. So yeah. like diamonds and like fancy stones, gold, platinum, wow. things like that. I'm oh I'm God. a costume I don't know if I would say that cuz I have a cost, you know, they they talk about having like a beer budget with a champagne taste. Mm-hmm. I have a a costume jewelry budget, so that's the kind of jewelry I buy. (laughs) But I do know my husband, when it came time to buy the ring, he agonized over the decision. And I wasn't actually involved in it, which is something we're going to talk about here. No. Um, But I wasn't involved in the decision, but he was insecure about it. So he took me to the store and was like, hey, hey, I'm not going to ask anytime soon. Mm -hmm. But if you were picking your ring, which one would you pick? Okay. Here's the challenge with doing that though. I wanted to make sure it was cost effective so he'd buy one. Not gonna lie. So I actually ended up picking out the same ring. Okay. But a lot smaller. Because oh. I wanted to make sure he could afford it. <laughs> I'm just gonna be honest. So he wait, ended up wait, doing what do you mean really the exact well. Same ring? Well, so I've been remarried. I should clarify. This was my first husband. Okay, okay. So I picked out the ring he had chosen. Yeah. (laughs) But he had chosen it in a larger carat size, basically.
0: Gotcha, okay.
1: Um, So he did good. Um, My second one is the one where I I usually wear my mom's ring. But yeah, so there are some really important conversations though to have before you even go ring shopping because Mm -hmm. as we've talked about, marriage is a huge decision and you want it to be for your lifetime. And we found that in the statistics we've read, many people are avoiding financial conversations, mm-hmm. and it can. When you consider that most divorces cite financial incompatibility as a reason,
0: yeah.
1: it is important to talk about. It's
0: very, very important to talk about. Yeah, and so some of the topics that we would definitely encourage you to make sure to have those conversations about are things you know such as you know life insurance, budgeting skills, all mm-hmm. right, savings
1: or lack thereof.
0: <laughs> or lack thereof, yes.
1: Um, debt, I would making say that's sure. probably one of
0: the biggest ones. Uh, you yes. don't want to get strapped down and with a bunch of debt, you know, to as you're going into your marriage. That's I, just, I
1: will say so. My, my first marriage, yeah. um, I had twelve hundred dollars from a credit card because back when I was in college, back in the olden <laughs> days when people were anyway, you got t shirts when you applied. For the card, they had t-shirts. I literally only applied for the t-shirt. But then I was a broke college student and I had a credit card and I had not really been taught financial responsibility growing up. So I didn't really Mm -hmm. go crazy with it because I was raised very frugal. But I did have like $1,200 in debt. And So, so I committed to him like... As soon as I finished college, I was like, hey, this is getting paid off in the next six months because I didn't want to carry that. Now, a lot of people now are getting out of college or getting into adulthood with a lot more debt because of student loans and other things like that. We're, we understand that. We're not saying don't marry someone just because they have debt. What we're saying is have the conversation about it so that you're prepared and you're not getting blindsided.
0: Yep. So was it, like, a big trend for people in college to have, like, listen, like Visa shirts or, like, MasterCard? Okay,
1: listen. <laughs> Ev- everybody gave you t shirts for everything. And it all had yeah. UCA on it. So mm-hmm. they were smart. Like, they made them into UCA shirts, not just Discover Card shirts. Uh, okay. Um, and so that's where it was like, hey, you know, in a lot of places, we didn't have internet purchasing like we do now. So if I was calling somewhere to order something, I would use it instead, but then Mm. I'd forget. So if you forget about it, when the bill comes, it's like, oh, I can pay the minimum because I I was living off of like $300 a month. So it was a little rough. (laughs) But then another one too is ring expectations. Because like me, for instance, I'm not one of those people that would need a large ring, but there are some that like more involved jewelry. And mm-hmm. uh, my brother just recently was looking at some things and I was like, woo, don't ask me. Don't ask me for advice on that because that looks way too much for me. But mm-hmm. there are a lot of ladies out there who would want something that's more involved. Yeah. So better to plan ahead for that than to pop the question and her be like, eh, mm, it's okay.
0: Obviously that if you're, I would say if you're in a relationship with the right person, then that would the never be really the response. Hopefully. Yeah. I hope. Yeah, I really hope that. Might
1: part. be a good thing to watch for if that is happening, maybe.
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, this ties in to, again, the, the financial conversations to have, you know, what are ring expectations, you know, uh, what, what are the preferences, right? And a very good experience to figure that out is kind of that ring shopping experience, mm-hmm. right? So what I've done, which is basically kind of in line just with uh, how I typically budget is, you know, I've, I've got... Uh, I've had a savings account that I've been putting money into, you know, for that specific reason. So awesome. I already know, OK, like how much I can afford. Mm-hmm. And um, so basically, whenever you you go into that ring shopping experience, you know, it's more about, OK, uh, let's look at the different options and let's look at kind of like you said, what uh, what are the preferences like for mm-hmm. her?
1: Well, and I think long before people pop the question, they usually know who that person is that they want to marry them. So it could be just a fun night out where you're like, listen, we both know we're heading in that direction. Mm -hmm. And I just kind of want to know what you like. Let's go have a date night and just go try on a bunch of rings and see what ring size she is. Remember to put it in your phone so you don't forget. (laughs) And to also get an idea of what her preferences are, because people are getting very creative these days, sure. so it's important to understand what she likes. Because mm-hmm. I mean, if you're going to spend that much money, you want her to like it.
0: And you know, from uh, kind of the research that I did and what I looked at, I mean, like you said, it can be a really great experience. Mm-hmm. You get to take you know fun pictures. You know, hopefully, it's a very memorable experience. Mm-hmm. So you know, it'll be uh, you know pictures that you can hang up at some point. And like you said, just a very memorable uh, date experience. And you get to you know, kind of take your time and really figure out what she likes, mm-hmm. uh, because there's so many different variables. Uh, and again, you know, like it just keeps getting more, the variety just keeps growing and growing. Yes. So.
1: And, and once you understand kind of what price range her preferences fall in, mm-hmm. then you can really amp up that savings if you need to with a target in mind. Right. I think anytime you have a goal that has a very definite target, it, it helps a ton
0: absolutely basically what we want to also help answer is how much should you spend on the ring right i think that's at the top of most guys list here is okay uh how much should i spend i kind of in conversations about this uh i have found out that you know a lot of guys really uh, kind of struggle with this question of okay like you know like
1: is it offensive if i don't spend enough
0: right right and
1: If it's what she likes, who cares?
0: Yeah, yeah. But so. that,
1: anytime you put should in front of spend, for me, I'm like, mm, hmm, mm, I don't feel like there's ever a true number. Now, many do believe that three months worth of your salary is what you should spend.
0: Guys, it is a myth. That's right? a myth. <laughs> it is a total myth. Don't, don't believe that. It depends on your
1: salary, I guess. Yeah. But, <laughs> I mean, the average price in all reality, based on what we researched, is about 5000 mm-hmm. Mine was way less than that. Yeah. I think mine all included with even the like um, where they clean it for you regularly and maintain it was oh, 1000 Nice, and, and it was one carat. So it wasn't tiny, yeah. but I, I, I think, you know, ranges averages are always going to include large ranges, but if you're spending, you know, if you plan for about 5,000, you probably will be in about the right boat. And then we get into the variables.
0: That's it. And A these all affect consider. the price. No. Yeah. And yeah, exactly. So, as i was kind of doing my research i found out about the four c's (laughs) which if you've ever gone through this experience you already know what this is about uh but essentially this is when you're looking into a diamond ring right and the four c's are cut carrot Mm -hmm. color and clarity
1: and this actually applies to other stones too Mm -hmm. it's not the exact same but the carrot weight even if it's not a diamond there are carrot weights assigned to other things too sometimes Um, The trend that I find really interesting is a lot of people choosing to include other stones. So my niece wanted a different stone than a diamond as her centered stone. Um, And I thought that was really beautiful. I've heard of a lot of people using opal or other stones instead altogether of diamonds. So, you know, it it can be very personalized. But yes, so the cut is like the shape. Mm-hmm. And you can have anything from an oval to Pear. a diamond to, you, know, you can Even
0: like I think I, <laughs> I even saw that there's a, like a heart shaped diamond.
1: Yes. There, it can be just about any cut you want. And, mm-hmm. and some cuts require a clearer stone to look good. So they're going to be more expensive. I know Emerald Cut is one of the more expensive ones. It's like
0: a princess cut, right? Mm hmm. Okay.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So all of those will affect it. The carrot is the size. So that's how large the main stone is and then also there's usually going to be some sort of stones around it possibly so the total size weight of all of those mm-hmm. and then color
0: right so some diamonds i guess that's crazy. are yeah. like a little yellowish
1: yes so diamonds can actually be black they can be white, they wow. can be clear. Um, there's a, they didn't used to be this way, but there's a lot of different mm-hmm. options for the color too, which is part of what's gone into that um, creativity of what these look like now. Mm-hmm. Um, the quality of the metal. So you can have 10 karat gold, 14 karat gold, 24 karat gold. Um, little tip out there for you the more pure the gold, the more um, it can shift. So be cautious about that. Mm-hmm. Um, but you can also have platinum, you can have titanium. So the metal also affects the price of the ring.
0: You sound kind of like a, like a jewelry that's what I'm saying. snob Like I, When I was <laughs> looking at
1: this, I was like, I know a lot about this stuff, even though it's not something that really I'm over here me. Like, needing
0: to read through the notes and be like, okay, that's what this is. <laughs> yes.
1: And then something that I think is really cool that has started happening is you can have lab Grown, I love the word "grown." It's really lab-created mm-hmm. diamonds, which are becoming more popular than the natural because there has been a lot of chaos behind how diamonds are sourced. Mm-hmm. In the right. last, you know, twenty years, we've become very aware of some challenges there. So you can now choose to have a diamond that was created in a lab to avoid that if that's really important to you.
0: Yeah, uh, and I think that's uh, something that that would be important to me, uh, hopefully, to my significant other as well. Uh, Mm -hmm. But yeah, yeah, making sure that it's sourced responsibly uh, is is a huge deal for me. Mm -hmm. And I know for a lot of uh, my generation as well. So and and that also affects price. And uh, luckily, in a good way, (laughs) because typically it's more expensive to have a natural diamond. And if if you're taking uh, a natural uh, two carat diamond, you know, versus, let's say, a lab grown two carat diamond, you know, there's going to be. Uh, a pretty good price difference mm-hmm. between the two mm-hmm. right so if uh, if that's something that, that you're interested in as far as you know making sure that it's sourced responsibly, responsibly you prefer to have a, a lab grown diamond then that's actually going to help you your budget
1: but the bottom line is don't go out of your way just to impress people this ring needs to be as unique mm-hmm. as you and your bride and it needs to match your values and your preferences without including a bunch of other people in the decision, in my opinion.
0: Right. And there's so many factors that influence the price that you are sure to find something that is within your budget.
1: So when it comes to engagement, the most important thing is the person you're making this life choice with. Um, so just don't let others get in the way. Mm-hmm. Enjoy this process. Enjoy finding the right fit for you. And um, enjoy also the financial responsibility that comes with planning through it first.
0: No, oh, yeah. And again, you know, you, we... We talk a lot about this. We've, I think, encountered this multiple times in, in meeting rooms, mm-hmm. how financial matters can be at the heart of a lot of conflict you know, mm-hmm. with, within relationships. Uh, so the, the last thing that you want to do is go uh, into debt in going into the, mm-hmm. the marriage. Kind so. of starting
1: out from behind. Mm-hmm. Really
0: yeah, because there's all already you know so many other stressors that are gonna be in place you know having to plan mm-hmm. a wedding is already from what I understand a big big stressor
1: and we did a whole episode on that. so if you're also planning your wedding go check it out too.
0: yeah you know, th- that's definitely not something else that you want to pile on top of that. Uh, you know making good financial decisions <laughs> is always going to benefit your relationships mm-hmm. uh, not just you know the, your for your, your better half or you know your, your spouse but all relationships because it'll be uh, less stress on you. So we hope that you know, that, that helps uh, in your journey as you get ready to pop the question. Thank you so much for joining us today on Talking Sense and tune in next week to learn what you don't know about money.
1: Thanks for listening to the Talking Sense podcast. And if you like what you hear, make sure to subscribe to the podcast to get all the newest episodes.
0: The Wealth team is available to you 24-7 at info at getreadyforthefuture.com or call our offices at 866-653-PLAN. That's 866-653-7526.
1: And while we like to have fun here, we're also financial advisors, and that means disclosures. You should personally consult a financial advisor before making any investment, and no strategy can assure success.
0: General Financial Advisors is an Arkansas-registered investment advisor with securities offered through LPL Financial, member FINRA SIPC.